This is a podcast about new crops. You're going to love it. Join us on The Cutting Edge, a podcast in search of new crops for Wisconsin. This episode was recorded back in early July of 2022, but we never got around to posting it. It ties in nicely with our previous episode on hemp research updates, so I thought I'd post it now. It's a little glimpse into UW Extension's partnership with the Ho-Chunk Nation for its hemp variety trials. My co-host, Jerry Clark, interviews forest fun maker of the Ho-Chunk Nation during a field day at their Whirling Thunder farm. I hope you enjoy. Well, great. Thanks for hosting us today uh, yeah. on, on the property here. It's part of a UW-Madison Division of Extension uh, on-farm research trial that we're uh, part of a sustainable agriculture and research education grant that we received. And we're doing these uh, this project in three different locations around the state, uh, one here at the Ho-Chunk Nation. We're just, uh, what, southwest of Toma a little bit? Yep. And uh, then we'll, uh, we have another one in Buffalo County and another one uh, up in Chippewa County. So it's been a project we've worked on for several years. And Forrest, what uh, brought the attention to the uh, Ho-Chunk Nation to get uh, involved in this yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, the Ho-Chunk Nation, I think, has been involved with agriculture for quite some time. They recently, uh, as a tribe, um, kind of got away from uh, some of the growing practices. But here at Whirling Thunder Ranch, uh, they did put in uh, eight acres of uh, organic lands. And so uh, with the new administration under uh, President Marlon White Eagle, he wanted to make sure that uh, all of these kind of ventures were uh, looked at once again. And so I think the partnership between the UW system and the Ho-Chunk Nation is one that he wanted to explore. Part of the, uh, uh, I think the attraction uh, of trying to set something up here with uh, industrial hemp and uh, with food sovereignty, these are a couple of the big things that have become uh, really important to the Ho-Chunk people uh, in the different communities. and. We wanted to see how uh, our lands would uh, compare to others and then to see um, uh, how to build those relationships with outside entities that uh, do formulate uh, some of those uh, expert uh, uh, things that have been in the field for quite some time. And uh, I think the capacity that uh, the nation's trying to look for in terms of how to integrate uh, these kind of uh, crops into their rotation um, or at certain locations that we do have. And I'm, I'm not sure if you know this, Jerry, but the Ho-Chunk Nation, uh, and I don't want to go on a big, big history kind of thing, but uh, we were removed uh, seven times militarily from Wisconsin, came back each time to uh, find our homelands once again. And so this is a part of uh, uh, our experiment to reclaim stuff and uh, so uh, it's a pretty cool process to uh, get that knowledge back and combine it with our language and then how to see if we can get into any kind of manufacturing um, and see if that has any applicability to what we can do in the future. Yeah and that's what I was wondering so um, and part of the project we have out here is related to Looking at varieties and Stefan, I think we were looking at some fertilizer management out here as well, correct? Yeah, we just um, applied some 
potash and um, nitrogen to each of the varieties. So, yeah. So, so then uh, forest, when we get some of this growing and research, this is our second or third year involved, second, second year. year involved with the whole chunk nation. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned manufacturing, how are we bring in that? What's the, what's the goal or the plan of maybe uh, being able to use or what we're learning here uh, right, to right. advance some of that manufacturing? Um, again, uh, I think uh, the Ho-Chunk Nation wants to be a leader in conservation and also with uh, what we can do to help the environment. Uh, and this is one of those kind of avenues to explore. I know looking at some of the uh, scientific uh, research with uh, corn and turning it into plastics, uh, and how to have not such a big waste problem of the cycle of, of goods and services that go to the regular public or uh, the regular consumer. Um, what would we want to do with, uh, let's say we got uh, floorboards or cabinetry made from uh, industrial hemp, how would that be manufactured at uh, the Ho-Chunk Nation? And if we were to invite uh, industry to be a part of what we do, uh, how would that partnering kind of result? And uh, and then we would have this kind of research to say uh, it's not blindsiding us or T-boning us from the side, and we don't know what's going on, but we actually have all of this data that would be shared with our people and bringing them along as well. Yeah, when, with a new crop like industrial hemp that was approved, uh, I think 2018, so 2019, I believe was the first year we did any kind of legal planting of industrial hemp and uh, trying to bring that part of, of, I think for once the university system seems to be ahead of the curve on a crop where let's get uh, some data before the industry takes off. And you're a big part of that because we're looking at different locations, different partnerships. And I think the industry, as we move forward, is where the challenge might be, is that manufacturing part and having a, a partnership with the Ho-Chunk Nation, I think, advances that a lot quicker because we have a, an outside partner that's really looking at that processing part of it. So we yeah, appreciate that. for sure. And, and I don't know if we have enough land for, for all of the things that we want to mm-hmm. do with the manufacturing part, but at least I think that we would be uh, essential to the idea of uh, adding uh, our, our two cents to the whole equation of uh, what's uh, sustainable and, and how the, the state should be going with uh, the use of this particular crop. So we're, we're excited. Yeah. So one thing that Extension is looking at in terms of this, this project, and then we get uh, the data from the three locations. Um, and then Stefan, you're going to be a big part of our outreach to the public as far as uh, publications, website, kind of that kind of stuff. You got, I, I know you've only been on the job maybe a month or two at the most. Uh, what got any plans where we're headed with uh, some of the media or at least the outreach part of getting our information out? Well, we're trying to establish a network right now across the state. So um, just just to get a feel for who all is, is involved in the supply chain from growing the plants, you know, the producers through processors to, you know, all the way to, to uh, retailers and, and consumers. So, um, yeah, just trying to get a feel for that and um, to, to bring those people together so that um, we can start developing 
uh, the, the markets. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a, a key part. Like you said, the outreach, identifying who's actually out there growing industrial hemp. Um, we know there's a few of us out here doing this, uh, but that's part of it. How can, uh, how can we reach uh, the local agents or yourself as far as some of the contact, if someone has a crop looking for um, an outlet for the crop, uh, where do we go with just kind of that, that partnership directory type of thing? Right. Yeah. Um, that, I think there's a lot of people working individually um, without knowing where, where to sell their product or, or uh, where to buy their product if they're um, a retailer. And so I think bringing the, the people together um, and just establishing um, a statewide network is just really important going forward for building the market. Great. Yeah. And I think that's uh, Chuck Nation being a major partner of it and just uh, Chippewa County, we've had Economic Development Corporation kind of looking at it, those kind of things. So uh, part of this podcast, the reason we do these series is uh, for subscribers to uh, spread the word that, um, you know, we're looking into these partnerships, um, if there's any industry manufacturers out there. But the Ho-Chunk Nation is at least at the at the leading edge of it as far as looking at possibly getting into the, the uh, processing part and then knowing how to grow it, which is what we're trying to do here today, is to develop that uh, that agronomic background as far as varieties and fertility and those kind of things. So Forrest, you were a big part of, of implementing this a few weeks ago, driving tractor and, uh, yeah, and, yeah, and getting yeah. the planner all rigged up. Uh, ha- has the Ho-Chunk Nation been part of these kind of research projects in the past or been partnering with? Uh, I would say not. Um, I know um, we did have uh, some uh, previous things with AmeriCorps, but uh, the whole uh-huh. idea of trying to get industrial with uh, or even commercial with our growing is something quite new because uh, one of the things is we've never had like that kind of uh, farm ranch mentality. It's mostly been for uh, subsistence type of farming. And so getting into this realm is, is a whole new venture uh, for some of, uh, especially from a tribal perspective, and there may have been individuals who are farmers or whatever, but in terms of uh, where we're going or where we could head uh, in, in being a part of the market, I know uh, Menominee did try to do some of these things previously, and I think they wanted to get into like some CBD oil or, or any kind of that uh, sort of growing. So it's interesting that uh, our sister tribe down in Nebraska now has uh, a, a full thing of um, cannabis growing. And uh, I, I want to see how that all kind of turns out as well, because if we can get a satellite kind of thing from their institution up here so we can get uh, some sort of uh, <clears throat> meritocracy going and, and have people that are certified in different parts of the production process, I think it would be really good for the nation to be able to make uh, those kind of real world decisions of how to do this kind of stuff. But So do you think part of that goal might be to expand acreage if something like industrial hemp would take off or if it's a different crop? Is that kind of that connection with uh, sister tribes? Yeah, for sure. They, I think they've got about 12,000 acres. Oh, okay. And uh we're at about uh, 1,600 right. here in this in, in Wisconsin. Okay. So um, I think the only thing that we're kind of 
leery about is the use of pesticides, herbicides, and those kind of things that may affect the environment. Because I said that's the that's the hard play sure. for us, especially with this particular farm, is that we want to be as neutral as possible about uh, those kind of things and how they affect the, uh, affect the environment. And that is a great point. This is an organic location here. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that we're using organic practices uh, as far as weed control is mainly tillage or uh, a hoe or whatever we can garden weasel. Yeah, that was a good comment earlier when you were in the field. So, um, yeah, that's the, the challenge, I think, with a site like this is um, not only just learning a new crop, but then trying to grow it under an organic system where we've uh, got a lot to learn about the um, the cropping system, you know, what previous crop might work better versus, you know, no-till uh, or, no-till whatever, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're all learning along the curve. Really? Okay. I didn't know that. Really? I thought you guys were miles ahead of us. So this uh, is nice not, to... not from an organic standpoint. We're still, uh, this is, this is going to be uh, all new, new uh, frontier here as far as that goes. So last year uh, when the project was here, um, it was located at a different location mm-hmm. on the ranch. Uh, we were told um, from some of the results that we had some of the best grow uh, from the varieties that were introduced. So we were we were really excited to hear that. And yeah, we uh, were down here last year for the field day, and I know the, the the varieties down here were much taller and robust than they were in Chippewa County. And again, this is more of a silt loam type soil down yeah. here, and where Chippewa County was a little more sand. So we tried purposely to find locations that we could you know, challenge some of these varieties a little bit as, oh, far, okay, as, yeah. as far as soil type. So yeah, that, I was down here and it was pretty impressive what you were able to grow here. So we know we're on the right track as far as uh, what it does well. And if you're on a sandier soil, you probably need a little more water or at least right. really keep that fertility level up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, from that standpoint, I think we uh, really appreciate uh, you uh, giving us a little bit of time today for us and oh, helping yeah. us out with the project. And Stefan, welcome aboard. And I know we'll be hearing more from you on these Cutting Edge podcasts. And from that standpoint, if you have any questions regarding our, our projects uh, with industrial hemp, you can feel free to contact us with the county ex- uh, UW-Madison uh, Division of Extension County offices. You can sure reach uh, Forrest. Is there a better way to reach you, Forrest, if you, people got some questions? Yeah, they about- can just uh, go onto the website of the whole chunk Nation. Okay. It's whole dash chunk nation.com okay and uh look for dnr if not they can just uh ask for my 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 number or my extension through the main okay through the main directory then yeah yeah yeah, yeah, oh great sounds good so uh, stefan any final thoughts on uh, what we're doing out here i know you're new to the game but uh first impressions um i'm excited to come back out here later in the summer and see the stand and it's a few feet taller so um just looking forward to continuing this partnership. I know. I was so impressed when I came out today and I seen, you know, how much had come up within the last two weeks. You yeah, know, we planted it, just two weeks ago, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was just amazing. I was like, wow, this is this is going to be awesome. Yeah. I, I can't wait to see the results of it. Yeah, it's a great point. We'll be back out for more Cutting Edge podcasts uh, from this location to see how things are going. And uh, we'll uh, keep evaluating this as we go along. Again, Forrest Funmaker, appreciate you joining us today, as well as Stefan. Welcome aboard. Right on.
brought to you by the University of Wisconsin-Madison Division of Extension.